How are you Raiders family? It's Berkey here and welcome to my round five preview versus a very, very, very strong and well-rounded uh, storm game tomorrow at Wagga. For those that don't know who I am, my name is David Burke and I'm the uh, presenter and owner of Berkey's Top 10, uh, a weekly preview around the mighty Canberra Raiders games uh, throughout the 2022 season. It's my seventh year doing this, guys, so if you're here for the first time, welcome. Uh, it's a very open forum. You can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, um, anytime you want to for a chat or any comments around the podcast or any general um, chit chat around the Raiders selection players or anything that you'd like to reach out and chat to the group about. Please feel free to, as I said, reach out anytime. Happy to answer any questions or start a conversation that you'd like to be involved in. So, look, looking at this week's game, um, no doubt we're up against it. Melbourne are a very, very well coached, well-rounded, well-grounded side who just don't give you much. Not to say they're not unbeatable, um, but like any side they play, you've got to earn the win. Melbourne will not hand it to you. Um, they very rarely have off days, uh, and all their players play their role really, really well, no matter whether they're a bench player coming on to replace one of the big guns, um, a winger, uh, or just a very basic second rower. They all know their place in the side, which that's why it makes them even harder to beat, to be honest with you, because they just know their role. But let's go through their strengths, which are many. I'm starting off with Jesse Bromwich and Nelson Asafa Solomona. These guys are just going to do the grunt work. They're going to be a one-two punch, first two, first three tackles of each set. They're going to be giving um, that hit up straight down the guts. That's where they're going to try and play us. That's where the Storm really like to make inroads is really either side of that ruck. Bromwich and Asafa Solomon are probably the two of the better hit-up merchants in the game. So it's very vanilla and very basic how their game plan is going to unfold. It's how we combat it is going to be the secret. That's going to be their initial go-to. Expect those guys sometimes to have two or three rucks each set of six, particularly if Melbourne are caught inside their 40 or inside their 30. Um, by oppositions, those guys usually like to take two or three rucks to get them out of trouble and try and get a kick away with Pappenhausen or Munster. So we've got to be aware of those two. Feeding off that is Harry Grant. So once again, exceptional hooker, state of origin hooker, knows when his time is to run. He'll pick his runs really well. Usually when he goes from dummy half, it may be 25, 30 minutes before he has a crack. He'll try and just play an out-the-back ball to Jerome Hughes or Munster initially if those forwards get their roll on. He'll very rarely run. What he does look out for, if the markers get lazy and they automatically split to chase Munster or Hughes and the and, and, and the middle of the ruck just opens, that's when he'll skip through, particularly if our edge defenders left and right have not pushed in tight. So he'll dummy, our markers will split left and right, and he'll go straight down the guts. If our edge defenders don't move in, then he's just going to open us up, similar to the South game a few weeks ago where he put uh, Munster in for a try. So just got to be really wary. We need to be calling Grant's name every time he's a dummy half. Who's got Grant? Who's got Grant? It sounds simple by its nature, but when you're tired, when you're buggered, when your mind is switched off for you know a little bit, that's when the issues can happen. So we just got to be on top of calling his name consistently and not allowing him that space in behind the play the ball. Number three, I've gone, look, it's a struck match between Munster, Pappenhausen and Hughes. 
these three will basically control field position. They'll control where they want it. Um, and they'll certainly control the kicking game of the Storm. East three will have a chance at kicking. Uh, Munster will be the ad-lib type of play. So a half break or something that Melbourne make, he's going to be the one to pick up the sniff or pick up the crumbs to continually the movement to go on. Pappenhausen, once again, late in the play the ball or late in the game, late in each half, he's going to be sniffing around an inside ball off either Munster or Hughes. Once again, what they're trying to catch is our wide-edge defenders come up quick. Um, they're trying to catch those guys on the inside. So whether it's a, um, a Corey Horsburgh, to, um, tap, um, Taps, Papali, uh, Emray, who may not have moved across as quick, and they've left a gap. So Munster will go across. He'll look at Hudson Young or look at Schneider, and our inside have not come over. He's going to switch on the inside tight. So Pappenhausen can burn us on the inside where our defence has not recovered. Basic play, but once again, it's in the mind. It's in the attitude of wanting to be there. So those guys will really control the game late in the half. So we just got to be on our metal um, to make sure that any inside balls, we defend them. We want to force Melbourne to go wide with their attack. The wider they go, and we can tackle them in their in the in the ten meter train um, um, tram lines, the better off our chances. That'll force Melbourne to sweep it left to right, which they don't like doing. They like to play the corridors five, 10 metres either side of the play. The ball is where they really like to hit a lot of their sides. Look back at a lot of their tries this year. They've been five or 10 metres either side of the play, either side of the play, the ball, and you and possibly a kick, which I'll cover shortly. So that's where I think Melbourne will try and hit us. Let's come to us. Number four, I've gone uh, Papali, Taps and the bench. A fair bit of talk the last couple of weeks, particularly around our bench. I don't think our bench have cut it this year. I think our bench have been fairly substandard with their impact. Is it time, and open to suggestions in this group, is it time to probably either start Papali or, or um, uh, Tarpani, but don't start both of them? Because it seems that when those two go off together, usually within five minutes of each other, and our bench players come on, we really drop our impact. We drop our go forward. Our mistake rate increases. There just seems to be a real avalanche of things that happen when both um, pups and taps go off together. Is it an opportunity to test the waters where we might start with Papali and maybe Emre or Corey Horsburgh or Adam Elliott and leave Tarpany on the bench to come on after 25 minutes with the rest of the bench, just to give us that top-notch level of international experience and player to keep the momentum going. Sadly, it's just not working when those two go off. Our bench just aren't making the mark. And the Storm have a really good balance tomorrow with their bench. Like they're going to bring Brandon Smith on after 25, 30 minutes. So world-class bench player coming on. We've got Frawley, Gula, Elliott or Horsburgh. So maybe it might be time to consider Taps or Pups starting from the bench and then coming on to keep that impact going after that 20, 25 minute mark. I don't know. Number five, I've gone Brad Schneider. I think Melbourne are really going to target him tomorrow, particularly in attack. What I think they're going to try and do with Adam, uh, with Brad Schneider, sorry, is not put pressure on him when he's got the ball, make him pass, but really swarm over to the likes of um, uh, Harawira Naira, 
Tomoko, Valame, whoever's in the centre on that side, and really try and push our attack to the sideline. What Melbourne want to do by doing that, by making us swing back from a sideline to the other side, they can then really jam us around the middle, get up quickly, force us into a corner. They won't do that with Jack White as much because of his ability to break tackles, left or right step, and his strength. But I think with Schneider, they're really going to try and play our that right side of our attack towards the sideline, then really muscle up, push their defence in really tight on their left-hand side to really drive us into a corner and not allow us to swing the ball or to waste tackles trying to get back to Jack for a, a good kick. So we've got to be wary of that. Maybe Schneider needs to turn the ball back inside a fair bit to keep that Melbourne defence compressed around him. Um, but I think they're really going to try and do a job on Brad Schneider with his attack to push him towards the sideline. Offloads and Rapana, number six. Melbourne, and it's a known fact, they do not like um, teams playing offloads, playing second phase play. They hate offloads. They've got big guys in their pack, so they really don't like two or three offloads because it really sucks the juice from them. Asafa Solomona, Jesse Bromage, those guys don't like chasing two or three times in the one tackle to get the ball played. So I can see offloads working, and Jordan Rapana's brilliant. Probably one of the best in the game of getting an offload and then sniffing 10, 15, 20 metres upfield. Melbourne don't like the ad-lib, so we need to be aware of that. We need to play ad-lib tomorrow. Melbourne will try and grind us with their pureness and their sterility of the way they play the game. Basic game plan, based, um, uh, minimal errors kick to the corners. But if we can get some offloads and wraps or even chance of sniffing around there, it's going to help us a lot. Number seven, I've gone speed. Once again, Melbourne... Um, if they're under if they're under stress, they like to slow the game right down. They'll kick for touch. We need to keep the ball in play if we've got them on the ropes a little bit with our speed play. So our quick play, the ball's winning that ruck. Um, Tommy needs to be on top of his game there, particularly if he's starting or hopefully he's not starting. And Matt Frawley just has to put a Band-Aid in a damn wall and do what he can to try and stem the flow until Tom comes on. But our speed is going to be really important against Melbourne. The aerial attack. I can see Rapana and Nick Kotrick getting a lot of cross-field bombs, particularly with the athleticism of the likes of Xavier Coates um, and and uh, Nick Meaning. Coates in particular, I think, they will try and bomb what's he right wing for Melbourne, left wing. So it's going to be, uh, who's that, Nick Kotrick. So I can really see crossfield bombs coming a hell of a lot towards Nick's wing. If Melbourne are in a quandary where they can't score, that's usually a really solid go-to is that crossfield kick from Munster or Hughes. So we've got to be ready for aerial bombs, particularly to Nick. The grind. We haven't met that level of grinding work we did in some most of 2019 and a little bit in 2020. We've got, just got to get we just got to get down and get dirty. Um, it's a simple game, but the one percenters, the quick play, the balls, we just got to try and match Melbourne with that intensity of doing the basics right and the simple things right. Which brings me to number 10, and I don't want to talk about it, but we don't, I don't want to talk about it. But if we continually, we're going to be in for a long afternoon. We shouldn't be dropping it. The more you talk about something, and the more it's in the front of your head, guess what? The more that happens. So let's not talk about it. Let's move on from it. 
and make sure that we have addressed that the last couple of weeks by not talking about what we have been doing really badly the last couple of weeks. So, guys, that's it for my top 10. Um, once again, it's a game we can certainly win. We've got to have the belief up here, the attitude up here that we can do this, uh, and we all just have to play the best of our ability uh, and do our role that we have been told we've got to do and Ricky wants, to, wants us to do. If we can do that, we're going to go a long way to winning this game at Wagga tomorrow, guys. So, guys, as always, this is Berkey. Bleed green out.